0: Hello, and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Kate Fensky from CN Public Affairs, and joining me is David Shudnovik, CN's Director of Grain Marketing. David, looking back at December end of the year, how did the results come out for CN in Canadian
1: grain? Well, after a slower start to the month, as we continue to recover from the derailments on mainlines feeding Vancouver and Rupert, the second and the third week of December were very strong, and we actually recorded the second best week of the crop year in there. In the last week of December, the close of the navigation of the St. Lawrence Seaway effectively ended hopper demand to Thunder Bay until March, and grain companies reduced orders as they worked around the holidays at West Coast export terminals. Now, extreme cold weather also put a lot of stress on the rail network in the tail end of December, and that impacted performance. CN saw its third best ever December for Canadian grain, and tonnage moved was off just 5% versus December 16's all-time record, and it was flat versus a three-year average. That contrasts to U.S. grain being off 10% versus last December, and that was due primarily to a weaker export rail program to the U.S. Gulf. Now, in terms of bulk grain movement in western Canada, CN averaged around 4,650 hoppers per week in December, compared to around 5,000 per week last December. The three-year average was just under 4,800.
0: David, out on the west coast, how are things looking in Vancouver?
1: Now, interestingly, since the start of the crop year, CNC and record unloads in Vancouver. Now, customers use commercial car supply agreements to protect their car supply to Vancouver, and that shows in the numbers. And generally speaking... Customers more focused on protecting car supply by using contractual commitments, including the car auction and fleet integration programs, have fared much better this crop year in periods of tight car supply compared to customers relying on general car supply to cover their shipping needs.
0: You mentioned earlier the impact of extreme cold on operations, and we know across Canada there was really frigid temperatures in December. What are some of its impacts on the grain supply chain?
1: Well, CN put its winter operating plan into effect during the stretch of extreme cold. You know, minus 25 is a real critical inflection point. Once you get colder than that for a stretch, a number of impacts come to bear on rail operations. Due to the nature of train air brake systems, trains have to be shortened in order to travel safely under extreme cold weather. Now, to move the same amount of traffic under these conditions consumes more resources. The longer the stretch of extreme cold or the greater the area in our network that the extreme cold covers, the greater the amount of network congestion that you can run into. Extreme cold is hard on equipment too. The rate of locomotive failures increases in extreme cold weather, but you can also run into malfunctioning or frozen equipment at loading origins. It can also take considerably longer to charge up train air pressure once a locomotive's hooked up to a loaded grain train and that adds to cycle time. Through CN's Winter Ready program, customers can invest in infrastructure at origin in order to ensure that a train's aired up and ready to go when a crew arrives to pull it the customer can recoup their investment, and the supply chain benefits since the crew doesn't have to spend valuable time airing up the train. It's a win-win for grain shippers in CN. And we're doing our part, too, in adding more air repeater cars into our fleet, which is another way to mitigate the impact of extreme cold weather on the grain supply chain.
0: Thanks for your time, David, and thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN.